Our scripture reading this morning is from Romans chapter 4, verses 3 and 13 through 25. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. For the promise that he would inherit the world did not come to Abraham or to his descendants through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if it is the adherents of the law who are to be the heirs, faith is null and the promise is void. For the law brings wrath, but where there is no law, neither is there transgression. For this reason, the promise depends on faith, in order that it may rest on grace, so that it may be guaranteed to all his descendants, not only to the adherents of the law, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham, who is the father of all of us, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. In the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist, hoping against hope, he believed that he would become the father of all nations, of many nations, according to what was said. So shall your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was already as good as dead, for he was about a hundred years old, and the barrenness of Sarah's womb. No distrust made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, being fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. Therefore, it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Now the words, it was reckoned to him, were written not for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be reckoned to us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was handed over for our trespasses and was raised for our justification. The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Holy God, send your spirit upon us. That as your scripture has been read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what it is you have to say to us this day. Amen. When I was growing up in a very small Methodist church in the Bible Belt of Texas, my sister, my brother, and our friend Crystal Gale were typically the only children in the church. But every year, every summer, the church still put on a vacation Bible school for like the four and maybe a few others that drifted in. This was not a young church, and so it was many gray-haired ladies who did our vacation Bible school, and my mom, she wasn't great then. But there was this one lady that I thought was so silly and so old. But she would still get on the piano and teach us songs. And one of them went like this. Father Abraham had many sons. And many sons had Father Abraham. And I am one of them. And so are you. So let's all praise the Lord. Right arm, 
Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham, and I am one of them, and so are you. So let's all praise the Lord, right arm, left leg, Father Abraham. Okay, I'm not going to do the whole thing. <laughs> you thought I was, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah, stand up, spin around, sit down. Oh, my goodness. I thought it was so silly. But dadgummit, I'll never forget. Now, I thought that was just a silly camp song. Surely no one could be credited as to actually writing those lyrics, Father Abraham. But I was wrong. According to AmericanSongwriter.com, a man named Pierre Kartner is credited with writing the song. He was a Dutch musician and singer-songwriter. He performed under the stage name, and I'm not Dutch, Vader Abraham? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just teasing. I have no idea how to say that. Anyway, translated to Father Abraham. He wrote some 1,600 songs in his career, including Father Abraham. He was born in April, in April of 1935, and he died not too long ago, November of 2022, in the Netherlands. What's interesting is that he, he began his career at only eight years old, winning a singing competition at a local festival. As a kid, he lived with his family in Amsterdam. I had to share this with you. And he worked at a local chocolate factory. Willy Wonka much? Oh, my word. He was a record producer and a promoter. In the 1960s, he performed with the group Corey and DeReckles, I don't know, I'm butchering that, which sold over one million records that decade. Father Abraham. But his legacy, man, it really is long. I've even heard, I didn't ever watch Mad Men, but I read this thing about it being sung on Mad Men. Father Abraham, did you? Okay, I'll pass along that information. Anyway, Father Abraham, growing up, in my elementary mind, that seemed like such an ancient song. Well, maybe it's because an old lady taught it to me. But it seemed to connect me to the ages. To be related to Father Abraham, that seemed like a privilege and a sacred duty in some ways. Which is probably not what Pierre Cartner was going for, or maybe he was. But the Apostle Paul, in bringing up the idea and the faith of Father Abraham, probably was trying to connect the church in Rome all the way back to the beginnings of faith. Now, the letter from Paul to the church in Rome is one of the later letters that Paul wrote, and it's one of the more, and it's to one of the more established churches of this new call, excuse me, of this new way called the faith. I cannot speak today. Would anybody believe I'm a preacher sometimes? No. Blah, 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 blah. I need more coffee. All right. Here we go. 
So the church in Rome was one of the more established churches in this new faith called Christianity or the way. Probably because Paul is older and has nurtured many other faith communities over the years, this particular letter is very comprehensive in its theological narrative in which Paul lays out what he constitutes the most important parts of the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, often when Paul writes to these new faith communities, there is some sort of division, there's some sort of disagreement, and in the Church of Rome, it's no different, but the circumstances around the division are a little unique. In the Church of Rome, it was made up of Jewish Jesus followers and non-Jewish Jesus followers, so Jews and Gentiles as many of the early churches were. But at one point in Rome, Emperor Julius Claudius expelled all the Jews from Rome. So get on out of here, and they had to go. And only five years later, but five long years later, all of the Jews were allowed to return, and that included Jesus-following Jews as well as non-Jesus-following Jews. But the Jesus-following Jews, those who were following the way, those who had joined this new faith of Christianity, found their church in Rome to now be very, very different. It was decidedly less Jew. The Jewish followers of Jesus came in and saw that these Gentile Christians had kind of stripped away all of the Jewish customs that they had attached to Christianity. The Jewish followers of Jesus claimed that, actually, no, stop, you must honor the Sabbath. You must be circumcised, and you really, really need to eat kosher. All of these things are important parts of the faith. But the Gentile followers of Jesus, who had been nurturing this church and being the church in Rome for these five years, disagreed. They had gotten along for five years without all of these rules. And these great disagreements threatened to break the church. So along comes Paul, or at least his letter, to bring unity among the people. And the excerpt that we heard that Nancy read for us in Romans chapter 4 kind of outlines, outlines one of Paul's tactics. And that is to recall the faith of Abraham. According to Paul, God saw something so special in Abraham that even though Abraham and his wife were old, in fact, the scripture said, as good as dead, (laughs) and even though they were not perfect, God was moved by their faith to be gracious and to justify them through their faith. This means that any time Abraham moved away from God, whether in action or in heart, God offered a grace beyond our comprehension 
that moved Abraham back towards right relationship with his creator. And because God believed so much in Abraham, this was, Abraham believed in God, but this was really because God believed so much in Abraham. He made a promise that if Abraham would follow God's ways, that Abraham would become the father of many nations. It was a divine contract, a covenant, a supernatural pinky promise that if Abraham and God stayed in relationship with one another, the world would be blessed. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty cautious when it comes to promises. Maybe it's because when Jacob, who's now 22, was about four or five, he learned he could manipulate my promises against me. Any other parents or um, knowers of young children have this experience? If we couldn't or didn't do something that he wanted to do, say, go get ice cream after school on a particular day, if I said we do it another time, he would quickly follow with you, promise? Sure, I'm sure I said one time, um, exasperated by my precocious child. And then the next day, if we didn't get ice cream, he would descend into tearful accusations. But you promised. And so I learned to simply refuse <laughs> anything that I couldn't guarantee I could deliver. My son needed to know that the world was disappointing after all, and the parents are often the source of that disappointment. This stage in my parenting is called the defeatist stage of parenting. <laughs> and I'm being a little silly, but I'm also not being silly because promises are easy to break, especially if you offer them with little thought or in order to quiet someone down. And maybe you've been on the other end of a broken promise. Promised action, promised protection, promised love. How frightened Abraham must have been to lean into a promise to have been asked to lean into it without any assurance of what was to come without any proof that this God would do what this God said they would do. Without any proof of what this God could deliver. But you are the proof, Paul says to the church in Rome. You are the outcome. You are the blessing to the world. You are the children of Abraham. And if God has delivered what God promised to Abraham, then God will deliver to you God's promises. Do not forget the faith of Abraham. You are connected to the ages, Paul says, to these young Christians through faith in Jesus Christ. 
I am mindful today that as we bless our children and their backpacks to go off to school for another year, that we promise them something. We promise to be here for them. We promise to support them and guide them. We promise to love them unconditionally as they learn to navigate this changing and complicated world. We promise to hold for them the light of faith so when their light grows dim, they need only look at us. And as I was thinking about this week, I feel so grateful for a congregation that so easily welcomes children and youth, that not only tolerates, but delights in them. Friends, this is not typical in many churches these days. What a blessing it is to be in a place where we have such an intergenerational community of faith that really and truly delights in one another. The thing is, it doesn't come without tension, this mutual support. It doesn't come without struggle. Different generations handle life in different ways, have different points of view and different experiences, of course. And I have to encourage you, though, as the good people of Washington Park United Methodist Church, you have done this well. We have welcomed wiggly toddlers and new ideas. We have embraced beautiful babies and varied lifestyles. We have truly been an oasis of hope for many that the promises of God are powerful and full of life and love. And when things can feel difficult, may we connect with the faith of our fathers, the faith of our mothers, the faith of generations past that cared enough to pass along the love and grace of God. Maybe we were reminded of words from another song it goes something like this. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto I pray these have been the words of the Lord for us this day. Amen.